0: I sure do phone Local comedians, man, you need to see them, baby. So check out Lynn's show. Oh, yeah, baby, subscribe. Oh, Make sure you give it a like. Listen to the show, the name of the show. And Thank you all for listening. We're going to have a great time today. Everybody, welcome to another episode of uh, You Have a Lot of Options. Uh, As always, that is the name of this podcast, because it was something I was told as a child. uh, Well, not as a child, as a teenager, by a girl I asked to prom. And if I have to think about that every day of my life, so do you. Uh, Hit like, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want. Roast me in the comments. I'm going to read those either after my wedding or during my wedding. We don't know yet. Uh, Today, I have a very special guest on this episode. Uh, Most of the time, uh, I am Know the guests because I've done lots of comedy with them. I've seen that at lots of open mics. Uh, and while I've seen this person at open mics and I've done comedy with her, uh, we established before this episode I know like four things about her. She's a wonderful comic, wonderful improviser, uh, wonderful former barista, I believe. Uh, uh, give it up for Miss Anime Smith. Hello! Woo.
1: What a nice introduction!
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, I feel like I feel like my intros aren't necessarily the worst, but I know they're not the best.
1: That, <laughs> no, that was pretty good. Yeah, I only had one very recently. Sorry, it's already. I uh, very recently I had one intro at a comedy show. Ty Clay mm-hmm. introduced me and just went, "This next comic has an anxiety disorder, so <gasps> give it up for, her, but not too loud, because you'll scare away." And I was like, "That's it." that's the intro i think about that like every day i just go like oh wow Ty clay really did something for me that day anyway so did you just now this is about you okay hey, that was really good this is
0: not about me at all i never want any of these shows to truly be about me uh i want them to be about the guests but uh that's what one- wait where were you doing the show at
1: That was um, Waffle House, Hot Waffle. Hell
0: yeah, Uh, Hot Waffle ran by Ty Clay and Aaron Naylor. Both of them have been on the show.
1: At the Mockingbird?
0: Uh, at the Mockingbird, yes, but also on this. Uh, yeah, they were, no, not the Mockingbird on the podcast, but oh, they were both
1: um, on the podcast. Oh, I got it, I got it. All yeah. oh, right,
0: cool. That tracks. That's canon. I
1: just wanted to show off that I knew where I was at one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all
0: that was. Does your, do you, are you forgetful because you're forgetful or are you forgetful because of anxiety?
1: That's so, oh man, I ask my doctor that all the time and never gives an answer. And one time I was like, you have to look at my blood and tell me what in it is missing that makes it so hard for me to process information. So they looked at my blood and they said, this is normal blood. And so I guess it's just this way. And then they were also like, and also I'm a pediatrician. I need to leave. I'm 32. I don't go to a pediatrician. This
0: was last year. God. I didn't. Is that? I didn't know how I. I don't think I have any form of like, anxiety. I. I mean, I get depressed. But I feel like it's more of like, beating yourself up more than anything. Is that really like how they find out if you have anxiety? They just take your blood and they're like, this is good blood or this is bad blood. You know. <laughs> Or this is first blood. what
1: the Taylor Swift song is about, actually. (laughs) Diagnosing mental illness. I don't think that's how anything happens, actually. To be honest, I went there and I was like, I'm tired. Will you look at my blood? But also, I'm weird. Are there any answers to that in there? So keep looking at my blood, please. And she was like, no, just eat more bananas. Bye. And that was it. Just need more (laughs) potassium and then you'll become less anxious. I don't, yeah. Oh, also, my doctor's not a good doctor. Well, <laughs> but I think they'd be really fun. She'd be like really fun to hang out with. Like, that's what I, you know what? <laughs> we don't need it. It's too much. <laughs>
0: I don't need doctors that are cool hangs. I need doctors that ca- that are not cool hangs. I need them to care too much about their careers.
1: That would be nice. I don't find those ones though. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> No, I don't think that's how you diagnose any... Like, I think you find out if you're anxious by, like, taking, um like, a multiple-choice test. That's, like, how do you feel on the scale of one to four? One being not anxious, four being anxious. And then you're, like, four. And they're, like, surprise, you have
0: anxiety. I, I think that's about it. I love the idea that you just taking the test and then, like, halfway <laughs> through it, you're, like, I can't do it anymore! They're, like, okay... <laughs> I think we have our answer.
1: We might, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've never, yeah. Um, nothing was conclusive from that blood test. I don't know
0: what to <laughs> tell you. Yeah. So have you, I, I don't want this to become the anxiety podcast, but it does make me interested just because it's stuff I don't really know. Have you always been anxious or did you get more anxious as you like started going on stage for, for like improv and comedy? Oh,
1: you know what? I have no. No idea. <laughs> I've always had this um, personality that's really off-putting, so maybe I've just always... It's only been... I guess it's only been recent that people are like, oh, you seem anxious. Before, they were just like, hey, you're weird. Um, <laughs> so I've always like been like this, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm not so good at reflecting on my thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I think yeah, probably forever. I've probably always been, but maybe I've just only recently leaned into it real
0: hard. <laughs> I was going to say, and this I, I'm saying this as like a compliment because whenever like you go on stage, your persona is obviously it's you, but you don't, but you you don't, you do come off as a like a little anxious. But the thing is, you play with it well, like it translates well into your bits your jokes and we're able to see that like I remember one time uh you know Mick right Mick Rice Hall oh
1: I love Mick Rice
0: Hall I I want
1: to state that on this podcast Mick Rice Hall is a gem
0: Mick Rice Hall is very much a gem if I'm timing this right this episode should come out right after his
1: okay Uh, that's good if he's I don't actually know him very well if he's a serial killer later I didn't say that but as far as I know Mick to me Mick Rice Hall has always been a gem And I just love everything about him. All
0: right, continue. He he is, he's one of my favorite people. But I remember one time he got on stage and I I think he just said, I smoke a lot of weed. And the person (laughs) sitting next to me was like, don't tell everybody. And, And I was just saying, they're like, we know. We knew that before he got on stage.
1: Yeah, there's, yeah, he doesn't,
0: yeah. But the only reason I bring that up is like before like you get on stage you do have like a bit of a frazzled presence and then you start mm-hmm. going into it and we're like okay that's why
1: oh yeah <laughs> 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 yeah that's accurate I you know 100% honesty I don't um no um <laughs> I'm not a very like um good um uh consistent perform The only thing I know is um I didn't start out trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. I started out in um I went to school for a theater and Where then at? every time KU <laughs> Okay.
0: Are you originally from Kansas or are you originally from like Lawrence even though it's technically the same?
1: It's Nebraska originally. Okay. I know. It was a weird choice, but I did it. <laughs> and um I went for theater and then every time I like stood up to either um like talk about myself as like a class like my name's anna and here's the thing about me or in my major is this everyone laughed though i wasn't trying to make them laugh or if i was doing like a very serious scene i'd be doing like angels in america or something and be like when we make love i feel nothing and people would be like (laughs) that is fucking hilarious <laughs> um so to be honest i don't know what's happening i just go places and either people laugh and then i go i guess that's good or they don't laugh and then i cry and then that's it that's how it works <laughs> i got no hold on this thing
0: <laughs> that's very funny it's just, i had a friend i did i did theater in high school and i did a little bit of theater in college but i also did like forensics, which is basically theater to the extreme, it feels like. And I, I watched one of my friends, I don't remember what the play he was doing was, but the like synopsis of it was basically this guy had a form of depression where like voices were talking to him and told him to light it on fire, but the voices that he picked were like cartoonish <laughs> because he thought it would be more like menacing if like. People, if like cartoons were yeah. telling you, like,
1: if like Elmer Fudd or yeah, yeah, and he was
0: just like, Oh, kill yourself, oh, your yourself on fire. In <laughs> fairness, that's very
1: was this intentionally funny? It
0: was not intentionally funny, that's what oh, made it better. Then
1: I'm not laughing right
0: now, <laughs> <laughs> but like, he performed it for our teacher. And the teacher laughed halfway through it and was just like, "Josh, Josh, genius. what are you doing?" And he was just like, "I'm, I'm performing," and like it, it got into this whole thing. And I was just like, "Come on, you had to know, you had to know this was a bad choice." That
1: guy's a genius, though. Oh man, like yeah, give that the old flip around or whatever. <laughs> I don't
0: know. He, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I, I just, he came to a show one time. I didn't recognize hey. him, and then he messaged me later and said, "Dude, you were really great." And then oh, that's
1: beautiful. And I
0: was just like, "Hey, uh, thanks." Uh, wait, and then it clicked in my head who he was, and I was like, "Holy fuck, dude! Why didn't you tell me?"
1: <laughs> like that, all oh, That's really nice, though. That's like, yeah. He's like going out, supporting his peers, having living it up.
0: A plus, A plus person. Josh Saldana, yeah. A plus person. We love you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Along with McGrice Hall.
0: McR- You're hey. both.
1: We love you both.
0: We love you both. We love you a lot. So, you were in Nebraska, and then you went to KU for theater. Mm-hmm. So, when did you... So, did you start doing improv first, or did you start doing stand-up first?
1: Oh, boy. Um, I started doing improv first, and again, it was because that's, like, how it happened, is, um... Oh, yeah. I had, like... Oh, it's, like, one of those. Yeah. It's, like, one of those stories where, like, Matthew Perry is a teacher or something, and, like... It's, uh, it's, yeah, I was, like, uh, having...
0: A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just love the idea of Matthew Perry being a teacher. But, like, I also love the trope of that Matthew Perry is a teacher, like, a <laughs> alcoholic teacher. I'm, like... I'm trying to teach these kids.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, now that I think about it, that may not have been a perfect comparison. But it was, yeah, whatever it was, I had, like, one of those teachers who was like, I notice you. And I was like, I'm a turtle in a shell. And that's how it happened. You know what it is? I saw a movie where Matthew Perry played a teacher. Anyway. Let's keep, move along. I'm so sorry. No, I
0: love it. I'm a turtle in a shell.
1: I, uh, but I, yeah I, I yeah, yeah. I would just, like, we would, she she based her class on improv, I think. It was an mm-hmm. acting class, but she was, like, so into improv. She based her class on improv. Um, Nicole Hodges Parsley, doctor, what's up? Dr. Parsley, um, boom, uh, boom, boom. Uh, Uh, Yeah, she and then she would be like, all right, get up and do this scene. And then I would just um, not have a goal at all. But no matter what came out of my mouth, people would laugh. (laughs) So, uh, uh, yeah, I guess improv. What was the question?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just wondering because, like, I... Wanted to be a stand-up since I was five. Oh, okay. Then, I'm
1: interested in this. Yeah, give me deep.
0: Well, it's very... I think I've talked about it a couple of times. It's basically like when I was five, my mom and I would go to flea markets because that's what you do when you're like a single mother at first and you have a five-year-old. And then when my dad came in the picture, we would all like travel together and we wouldn't... I don't think I listened to music until I was like 10. My mom would just play comedy albums and they would always be like kind of kid-friendly but not kid-friendly but like the blue collar comedy tour sure which was as quote-unquote kid-friendly as you could get yeah so like when i was five i heard jeff foxworthy and i was just like hey mom what's this and she was like it's stand-up comedy and i was just like i want to do that And her being like, okay, cool, whatever you want to do as a five year old, you're not going to keep doing this for 20 years. And then, boom, I did.
1: Uh, (laughs) And here we are. Yeah,
0: here we are in a space that I kind of rent out, uh, talking into my phone. (laughs) Uh, Shout out Barrel of the Bottoms, by the way. Body language. By the time this airs, it would have happened already. But well, uh, there'll oh, be another one. There'll be another one, but Kenny DeForest will be tonight at uh, Knuckleheads when this airs.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, That's I had, awesome. I
0: had to think about their schedule uh, <laughs> and because because Steven is very sweet to me. Aww, uh, he's
1: very sweet to everyone. He's very
0: like. he is uh, he's one of the <laughs> papas of the Casey comedy. He scene.
1: is.
0: He is our papa. So when you went to KU to do theater at what point are you like do I want to keep doing this like was there ever a point that you were like okay everyone laughs at me while I do dramatic stuff and everyone laughs at me while I do funny stuff well were they laughing at you when you did funny stuff like intentionally or was it because of your demeanor
1: that's a good question um I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember my life um I, I, I remember in high school uh, my friend megan wexelman now megan holland maybe i shouldn't give people's fuck, doesn't matter shout out mrs
0: holland hope hey. the marriage is going well
1: <laughs> hope so i don't know um, <laughs> we um were really obsessed with stella like the comedy troupe stella are you you're made I, of face right now. Were you into it? I wasn't. It? I
0: don't know what that was. I was thinking of Stella the Beer, and I just thought for a oh, second yeah. you were we being were like, just, we were super into Stella getting were just wasted as fuck.
1: Drunk children, and that's what we were about. <laughs> we were obsessed with being drunk. Uh, no, it was a comedy show with Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter and David Wayne. Okay. And, um, uh, God, I don't know. Stuff. What's a genre? What's a <laughs> academia? Well, I don't know. They'd like talk and we'd be like, ha ha. But it's like a specific, it's like absurd comedy or it's like very goofy or.
0: It's like a surrealist all those yeah. comedy. That's yes. my favorite thing. Give
1: it, give it one of, I don't really know what it is. Give me, give me an example of.
0: Uh, of a surrealist. Yeah. Surrealist is yeah. being like, oh, uh, hey, do we have any beer? No, but we have giraffes in the bathtub.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's like that, yeah. Do you have a favorite surrealist?
0: Uh, I don't, I j- just love, I, I can't explain it. I love jokes that don't necessarily have punchlines, because, oh, like, mm-hmm. it makes me laugh to think about, like, not only do you have the balls to think about that and write that down, but you have the courage to go out and do that as a joke, or the demeanor to be like i'm going to make this a thing yeah
1: that is very uh admirable that is yeah like that was all i had to say yeah that's
0: just very (laughs) shout out michael ian (laughs) black and david wayne and the other guy you're all admirable y'all have balls (laughs) they
1: yeah but um yeah they had a My friend and I would try to make comedy videos, basically, and we would just try to copy them like exactly. And we called ourselves Francis and Francis. I think
0: Uh I don't even know. I think they're just
1: silly names. Oh, we were. Francis
0: is a very funny name. Yeah, so
1: we just thought that was funny (laughs) if we were like two people named Francis, and then we just behaved at all but word for word like them. And Megan was really good at it, and I was not funny at all but trying so hard and so to answer your question um no it was only when I was trying to convince someone of my strong emotions that they thought it was funny <laughs> uh
0: so no you go ahead because you look like you had a thought
1: oh I was just gonna ask you about um because uh, you so you listened to comedy <clears throat> your whole life yeah and then you did forensics yeah, um, and in it, forensics, were you was because there's like a comedy subsection. Yeah, interest, it was
0: right? like it was like comedy, and then you could kind of be put into other areas. Like I did, I did a lot of the humor stuff. Uh, like you would basically just take a play and you would cut it down to ten at ten minutes, and then do that play. So ah, nice, yeah. So, so that's fun, yeah. The fun ones I had, I had like the merch. I had this play called The Merchandise King, which was making from The Lion King, and then my senior year, I did The Book of Mormon.
1: Oh, nice. There you go. Wait. For a second, I was sure you were going to be like, I did this play called, like, The Merchant of Venice. I thought you
0: were going <laughs> to was like, oh, we know. There. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. That was very funny. I love that. But then, like, I was also part of, like, because there's not really, like, an app. Like, I know that there were... I can think of a couple of people that would, like, go to, like, Stanford's when they were, like, 16, 17 and do comedy then. But there wasn't, like, a real, like, stand-up club necessarily sure. at the high school I went to. Like, Andrea Kaspari, like, helped out with oh, that.
1: Oh, man. Talk about faves on the our wall of people we love. Ah, oh, uh, yeah.
0: I have. She's I feel, the
1: tippy-top of my wall.
0: I have. I've thought about this, actually. I've known her for basically 12 years of my life. At, really? Yeah, because I'm so I, jealous. I, uh, she wasn't ever my teacher, but we just, like, found each other at that high school, and I was like, hey, I want to be a stand-up, and she was like, hey, I'm a stand-up, and so we just kind of, like, connected, and now she's one of my favorite people, I'm one of my best friends.
1: Oh, she's truly the best person. She's, Mick Rice Hall, Josh Saldana, <laughs> Andrea Kaspari Spears, like, blam 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 like this is the wall that we're creating <laughs> yes
0: this is the wall of fame on the you have a lot of options uh <laughs> favorite people <laughs> but then I did like improv and stuff like that so you start doing improv at KU or like in the surrounding area
1: at KU yeah I was in a troupe I, I was sort of in, it was called girl Pro. <laughs> <laughs> it. i improv. So is this really smart named girl Girlprov. Girl prov, um, hell yes. And <laughs> we yeah, I st- well, you know, I think I started doing that actually. So I did this I probably did a lot of like um improv more successfully just in that acting class. Yeah. And then I joined Girlprov, which I guess I joined, but I argue that I You know, that thing where the improvisers are in the scenes. I argue that I never actually did that because I was nervous and so I would never jump Mm -hmm. out there. Um, But I think, like, I think the same semester I started doing stand-up, I think. I, like, went to Stanford and Sons and did their little, like, Tuesday night mic or something a couple times. And um, it probably just did it. Um, because it went really well at first. And then, so I probably just did it until the first time I got like a mediocre reaction mm-hmm. and then probably had some kind of personal breakdown and cause you know, inner That's strength you do. don't have it.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hate that I keep bringing this up, but I, the first two times I ever did like stand up that weren't in a high school setting was I did the Stanford's open mic, uh, on in June. The anniversary was very recently, and it got brought up that I'd been doing this for seven years, like, outside of high school. Hmm. <clears throat> and I did so, so well, as you do on your first open mic ever. <laughs> yeah,
1: wait, is that a real thing? Do people do really well it's, on their first
0: one? Because I did too, it's, or it's just a joke. No, 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 <laughs> it, is, it is legitimately a thing where, like, you do, you feel like you either do really well, or you feel like you do really, really well, because... At first, you're like, hey, guys, I'm going to do the open mic on a Tuesday. Everyone's like, oh, we're going to watch Lynn do (laughs) comedy on Tuesday. And then, like, everyone you've ever met comes out, and they're just like, oh, he's so good. And then two months later, I go back out to Stanford's and I do the exact same set with the exact same jokes, and I get nothing. Yeah, isn't that how it goes? To the point where, like, I'm driving in the car crying, hyping myself up, like, I will be successful! (laughs) I will not drive this car off a bridge! I love myself, even though nobody else does! (laughs) I love your self-talk, it's so loud! (laughs) It's very loud and it's very whiny, which, uh, sometimes you just need that.
1: It's true, that's a truth, yeah.
0: So... You start doing stand-up, and do you have a preference? Do you prefer one to the other with improv or stand-up? Ooh.
1: Um, oh, God. This is a good... Oh, are we... Re- have oh, Have no, been no, recording no. any of this? Oh, yeah, no, we've been recording
0: all of this. I just, like... I always just, like, time-checking myself. No, 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 no. Um,
1: I think I prefer... Um... I think I prefer, like, being alone in my living room. <laughs>
0: but,
1: um... I don't know. You know, um, I have such an um, attitude problem. It's hard for me to tell what I like in this life. You know, I'll think about it, and I'll get back. I think it's stand-up. I think that's mm-hmm. what the answer is. But I, um, they're both fun. <laughs> Are we all having yeah. fun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't realize that there's, like, it. it never feels like when you're in an improv that there's, like, a difference between, like, stand-ups and improv people and then when you hang out around comics more like I could see like there's a huge almost like a huge difference
1: oh yeah that's a thing yeah I hear okay oh sorry four thoughts at once okay I hear that's a thing in the by the way I just have not left my own house just ever so I don't know anything about the world but I hear that's a midwest thing that if you go to the coast, like, everyone's just trying to get whatever work they can get or get on stage for whatever, and everyone's the same thing. That's what I
0: I could. Heard. I can honestly believe that. Yeah. Because you would think that the Midwesterners would be like, oh, don't you know, just come on in, we're good old folks, don't you know? And in reality, we're like, I'll fucking kill you for this spot, you son of a bitch. <laughs> My that, Midwestern is also very Canadian. I understand it. Was that Canadian? It's very close, don't you? That
1: know? was like tired Irish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: tired uh, Irish is what I'm going to call my first special, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I hope
1: so. I yeah. I but I completely agree with you. Like in this specific, specifically where we are, it does feel like there's a huge difference. Because I feel like you walk in. This is no shade at anyone at all. There's just a different vibe of, like, you walk into a room of improvisers, and they're, like, all taught to be loud all the time. And so you walk in, and they all, yeah. like, shout your name, and, like, it's all hugs, and it's all... And maybe it's because you need that sort of, like, team-building trust thing, and and you need that energy to do improv. And then you walk into a room full of stand-ups, and, like, everyone's very stressed, and... Uh, anxious. That's what I feel. But also, maybe Man, I'm, I'm
0: just stressed am <laughs> just stressed and anxious. Yeah. Uh it's a it, could, it feels like a little bit both sometimes. Like I know a lot of, I I will say with the improv folks, uh that's a big theater kid thing too.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's so true.
0: And with the stand ups it's very it's not so much that they're it's like clicky, but it's very much like they're just. they stand ups feel more of like people that tell jokes and improvisers feel like cartoon characters that just realize they're in the real world
1: yeah yeah that's it exactly that's absolutely it it's yeah it's a weird I feel like you walk into a room it's like improvisers yeah exactly what you said they're like the theater kids of high school or they're like the they're the the out um, they're the ones who are they're like the outcasts, or so they're. You know, you walk in and they're like hyper and excited, and yeah. then I feel like maybe the stand-ups are like the prom kings and queens or something, and they're like. But maybe also this is all wrong.
0: It's probably closer to all wrong than any of that because I was just, <laughs> because I was at a show a couple months ago and I described. The group of comedians at the table as being like the anime table in high school. Oh, actually, like you're the so right. T- like, this is the table that has at least one person with a tail.
1: That's <laughs> very likely. Yeah. You know, you'd be surprised how often you'll find a tail on somebody. Dude, you will be them. very
0: surprised. Yeah. I remember one time...
1: Not surprised. It's normal to have a tail... I don't
0: know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, no shame if tales you cool if you enjoy out. if you enjoy tails cool on you. Uh, what as is long that as...
1: usually like an extension of something? Oh, I
0: meant like a clip on tail.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Not> me too. <laughs> I also meant. that. That's what I meant.
0: I remember one time I was I was at a job and this guy was looking at women on his phone and I was just like, hey man. uh... Which, I was And, like, we were just talking. I was like, hey, man, what you doing? And he was like, oh, I'm looking for a girlfriend for my boyfriend to fuck. And I was just like, hold on, what? Because <laughs> that was just, like, a lot of lines. And then I was just like, I mean, that's cool. And he was like, yeah, what do you think of her? And I was just like, that's I, – I think that's cool. And then he exited out of the app. And then I realized that he was also into puppy play.
1: And he went on to – become president of the united (laughs)
0: states (laughs) but i was just very surprised i was just like huh did not know any about anything about this but now i want to know everything about this
1: that's a fun that's yeah that's a few i know i said the one yeah that's a blur song that's what that is what that's uh that girls who want boys who like girls who want boys is (laughs) this a song right I think so. All right, never mind. I'm also
0: musically challenged, so (laughs) don't ever, like, look at me. Unless it's like, hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. I'm like, I know that one.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: Okay, so you start doing Stamp, you're doing improv. How, I genuinely don't know. I think I tried out for um, Casey Improv a couple years ago. I think I made it to, like, Final Round or whatever by Dinkin. How is the KC improv scene? Because I know Hillary's very involved in it. I feel like you're involved with it and Rocky, and, like, there's that whole, like, group of people that is, like, really, really good and really involved. But how is, like, the KC improv scene? Like, do
1: you mean the KC improv, like, the, um... Oh wait, no.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I'm like,
1: I... I'm like Casey Improv, like lowercase or the upper, and then I realize like, no, I belong to that company, and that's not what it's called. Shit, sorry. It's no, it's great. I love, uh, yeah, it's great. I love all the improvisers and everyone's fun and having a good time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have much of a review. I'm sorry, but yeah. It's fun. <laughs>
0: no, it's just cool. I always just wonder yeah. because I don't go to as many like improv shows or whatever. What's been like? Improv is probably the one thing where, like, I feel like hecklers at stand-up comedy shows just need to be picked up and put into, like, an improv comedy show because that's oh. what they're looking for. I'm like, better! And then, like, you just make it better. Like, okay, I'm happy now. Moose moose dick! And you're just like, okay, uh, who's all riding a moose dick now?
1: I will not to um, no improv. Also, nobody likes a heckler. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, just in general, no one mm-hmm. likes a no one likes a heckler. I don't think in any in any. Yeah, the, I think um, you need more like um,
0: more shouting audience parti- out. Yeah. yeah, more audience participation for
1: sure. Whereas, like, yeah, unless a unless a, but uh, both are actually the same way because like a stand up. Don't talk to a stand up unless they're like, hey you, what birth control do you use? Sorry, that's I went and saw Whitney Cummings one time and she asked me that. I know, in the crowd. and I'm
0: like, I use Pfizer I? <laughs> and
1: now I've got so many babies. <laughs> um, I, um, but improv is the same way though. Like, don't don't say anything unless they ask you for stuff.
0: When much. have you ever had what's been the worst improv heckler you've ever had? Oh shh.
1: I don't know. Well, for a couple reasons. Um, One, I've been, I've actually been doing improv. I did improv a lot more than I did stand up. So there's been a lot of shows and a lot of hecklers. And then the second reason is I have a terrible memory of my (laughs) whole life. And so, oh gosh, it usually, if I remember, it's, there's, I don't think there's ever been anyone who's like out to like. You know, like, make you bleed, you know, just, yeah. like, hurt your... It's usually just, like, very drunk, um, like, wedding parties, mm.
0: <laughs> typically,
1: are going to be the... Because they're... Yeah, or just, like, really drunk people. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a great anecdote to go with that one. I sure wish I did. Yep, I got nothing. Sorry. <laughs> I know... I, I can remember people being, like, escorted out a couple of times, oh, but Jesus never never anything to write home about or podcast about
0: you know I, mean, I mean I mean being escort <laughs> you have to do a lot to be taken out of somewhere in yeah. anything
1: yeah oh you know what's really fun um, my tax guy um, <laughs> who I love dearly and is a treasure and a delight and he does my taxes um, he also does a lot of um, improvisers taxes uh, mm. like because Um his specialty is kind of people who have a lot of, uh, like independent contract gigs. Like yeah. that's kind of what his, I don't know anything about life or money, but like his, I don't know, tax specialty. Right. Yeah. And so he went out to a show of ours and, um, he ended up being, I was not bothered by it at all, but he ended up being one of those hecklers that wouldn't mm. stop. I think he, in a fr- he was being friendly, but he just wouldn't shut up to the point that I think are
0: <laughs> but have you so filed your 1040s like, bitches come that's on the,
1: that's the thing is like everybody in the cast that <laughs> night like goes to him for their taxes and so the artistic director has to come out and be like I'm sorry sir but you have to be quiet but in my mind I'm like he does your taxes Quarterly's
0: doing <laughs> the 15th pussies yeah he can shout out whatever he wants he takes
1: care of all of us uh, so that was maybe my favorite heckler <laughs>
0: I love that. Actually, that's pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think. I will say, I I did go to a couple of uh, shows during the pandemic, and I was I went to uh, uh, DC Curry actually uh, at oh. the comedy club, and I w- I went in there and you I wa- watched
1: me eat shit.
0: <laughs> I went on. I can't remember if I went Friday or Saturday, but the night I went, you did well.
1: That is nice
0: of you go on no because like it was it felt very much like stacked against you because like DZ Curry is this dude that just doesn't give a shit he has been around forever he's got an older audience uh and then I actually, and I knew his feature, too, because I had seen his feature. Oh, my God, I love that guy. And I cannot remember his name, but shout out that dude. You've opened up for D.C. <laughs> Curry and Michael Collier in uh, Houston, and uh, no, in Dallas in August of 2019. Uh, yeah. And I saw you there, and you were very funny there, too. He uh,
1: won a competition. This isn't... Man, this is one of those stories where I don't know any of the... De- he won a... Con- he was about to win, like, the... Um, God, I don't know any comedy festival. Um, but he was about to win, like, a big comedy festival that happens in Oakland that I think, like, a whole bunch of famous comedians have won or something. And it takes months. I can't remember. But basically, it came time where he... It was, like, down to the finals. Everything was, like, stacked in his favor. And then COVID hit.
0: Oh, that... <laughs> poor was that a fun story that's oh it hurt memories lost but then like you were the host and I was just like this feels like an odd combo but like go you girl like I was just happy you were working and then you did really well that's
1: nice of you I appreciate that very much I'm sure the audience was very kind to me oh my god yeah I yeah yeah (laughs) Go on, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, you
0: and I kind of suffer from the same thing of, like, we can do, I feel like you would, you will do very well, and then you'll get off, and then you'll be like, I fucking want to quit everything. This sucks ass. And then, like, a friend will come up, or someone from the crowd will be like, you did really good. And you'll be like, oh, thank you, thank you. And then, like, they'll leave and I'll be like, I fucking hate this shit. God damn, I like, <laughs> I suck at this so much. I don't know why I'm still doing this or making a career out of it. <laughs>
1: This is funny because it's true, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's that. Huh. <laughs> okay. Oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry. No, you're okay. I was just going to say, so we we come to the point now where we're going to test out a couple of things. Oh, uh, okay. So, hold on. Let's see where I'm at. time-wise because I want to time these out. Oh, a test. I'm a excited. Test. Okay, cool, cool.
1: Products? Yes.
0: Uh, no. uh, Oh, uh, sadly, don't do drugs. I do hugs. uh, And I snort both. But... Ah. um, (laughs) So, I am doing this new thing, and I believe by the time people hear this, you will be the second person I've done this with. But I take two things I know about you, or at least I believe I know about you, and you have to pick between them in this situation. You are not allowed to, like, be undecided. But you are... Here, Here's the scenario. Okay. You are given the opportunity to be in charge of your own improv troupe, own improv company. Everything is ran by you. You pick your people of any famous people, and you're able to have them. Almost like a whose line is it anyways type of situation. It can be a show. It can be whatever you want. Oh. Or you... <laughs> You are able to go to any time period and able to take Leonardo DiCaprio on any sort of a date whatsoever. Any, any Leo age, Titanic Leo, Wolf of Wall Street Leo, uh, Revenant Leo, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, and then your life will go from there. If he's just like, hey, I'm, I'm digging you. And then uh, he'll be like, hey, uh, let's, let's keep on doing this thing. Or if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But you could at least at some point in your life say, I went on a date with Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Wow. Wow. That would be, okay. Oh, wow. Wait, so I choose?
0: Yes, you pick between these two. Running basically a new version of whose line is it it anyways or date any age Leo. And you are the appropriate age to date him.
1: So I'm like the Drew Carey of the Who's Line, isn't it? With any cast that I want,
0: basically. Yes, okay. and then when you figure out the cast of people, uh, you get three people.
1: Or I can go to any time period of Leonardo DiCaprio's life. Yes. Go on a date with him. Yes. See what happens. Yes. Wow, what a combo. I would probably go with being the Drew Carey. Wait, am I supposed to explain it, or do I just tell people?
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay, in that situation, explain it, and then your three people that you would pick to be, like, on the show.
1: Oh, son of a gun. Um... Oh damn it! I don't know. Well, what if I am the Drew Carey, but I just pick Leonardo DiCaprio to be on my cast, so that actually he just has to be around me. Well, now
0: you're just being a creepy casting <laughs> agent. Like, come on. Well, you want to be in show business. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's a glass
1: ceiling, I want to break. Whose nut is this, anyways, baby? Come on, give me. <laughs> I, I probably so I wouldn't pick Leonardo DiCaprio for a few reasons. My obsession with him, which I assume this is has mo- less to do with being um him being a crush, though, don't get me wrong, who, name one person, one human on this earth, who hasn't watched, like, Titanic or Romeo and Juliet, and been like, yeah, 100%, any day with that guy, any day. I think day.
0: my eventual life. Really? Yeah, I think. I want to have got, a
1: conversation with she's her. She's got
0: odd tasting, guys, and I don't mean that just from, like, my standpoint. Like, <laughs> it was very funny. We were going through the Marvel heroes, and I was just like, Robert Downey Jr., hey, Paul Rudd, eh, uh, Thor, eh, Captain America, yeah, and I was just like, okay, I like, pretty standard, huh. but then, like, the people that are, like, the Mount Rushmore of, like, Marvel heroes, she was just like, eh, I only like, like, two of those.
1: Oh, uh, see, okay, that makes sense. I could see that, but then if she she said yes to Captain America,
0: she definitely said yes to Cap. I
1: feel like she could. Has she specifically said no to to Leo D?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: she has. Interesting. Now, is this a hard no, or is this like a I wouldn't kick him out of bed.
0: It, <laughs> <laughs> like I. Like
1: a eh, whatever. I think
0: it's. <laughs> I. Uh, I think it's closer to a hard no than I wouldn't kick him out of bed.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I have so many follow-ups to this, but... Uh, she we loves can, you to
0: death, by can, the way, so you can definitely message her and be like, well, I what's your deal
1: with Leo? Oh, I really uh, want to talk uh, to her about everything. I really wanted to be um, your friend and her friend, and there was another person, but I don't remember who it was. You can tell how badly no, I, I know exact,
0: No, I know exactly. I took
1: exactly. a photo of everyone, and everyone was having a fun time, and everyone looked like they were outside of high school, but y'all just... It was just a moment it was, for yeah, it, was no the, it was the
0: pretty black-haired lady, the pretty blonde lady and then my hot wife, right?
1: No, you were in the photo.
0: No, I know. I'm the pretty <laughs> I'm the pretty blonde-haired lady because uh, <laughs> I had a wig on at that time.
1: No, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I have
0: the Now, I I know because that was one of the few shows that all three of those people came to. Him. It was out in Lawrence, and it was at the oh, coffee house.
1: 100% not the photo I'm talking about, but I love that this exists, and I want to know more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but explain why you would pick the Whose Line Is It Anyway show. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <You're> okay. No, <laughs> okay. I love it. I just want to make sure I get an answer because I'm curious now.
1: Well, so my thing with Leo has more to do with um, when I was uh, younger and a much I don't know, more handsome, I was frequently compared to looking likely, and it's given me, like, a weird, um, if I show you photos, I look, I look more like, um, oh, God, I've said this on too many, like, things, but I look more like, um, oh, fuck, Devin Sawa. I look like a young Devin Sawa when I was little, but, so, you're looking at me?
0: I don't know who Lynn's that giving is. giving me that's a
1: face so. that's just, like, what the fuck are you saying right now? I don't,
0: now? I don't know any Devons.
1: Devin Devin Sawa. <laughs> Played Casper, but I'm talking about when he wasn't a ghost. Everybody,
0: like, you look like a dead yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I just looked like a big uh, animated monster uh, with all oh, just squishy little cheeks. Um, no, I just, uh, and then I don't know why that just stuck with me forever. <laughs> so um, I have a, it's like a different it's a different level of it's more like i want to be leonardo dicaprio than it is i want to be with though don't get me wrong again who wouldn't your soon-to-be wife apparently but whatever like i said her tasting guys is it feels
0: odd like it like i'm not even just saying that because she picked me but it's it feels very odd sure yeah but okay uh but who would be your three people that you would bring
1: so my three people would be one Leonardo DiCaprio, not even to be, um, the creepy, uh, like the creepy <laughs> casting <weird> couch <laughs> comedy producer, yeah. even though, again, I would love to break that glass ceiling. Um, <laughs> I, it would be just to best you in this game would be the yes. reason. So now instead of going on a date with him, cause he's got the whole pussy patrol or whatever, doesn't he on a boat? Do you know about this boat? I don't
0: know about this boat.
1: <laughs> oh, inland? 1990s before the me too he was he had a boat with his other like um you know like fancy haired pals and it was they called themselves the pussy patrol or something because it was just a boat that was always covered in like young models and uh yeah and that's his life pretty much so he can keep going with that life, but he has to show up on time for my whose line is anyway, <laughs> that I imagine is on ABC Family. <laughs> so that's uh, him. And I specifically choose him from Romeo and Juliet, okay. Air. <laughs> I win this game. And um oh gosh, who would be funny? Cuz you know, there's no one more known for comedy than Leonardo
0: DiCaprio. Exactly. Um if we're staying in that vein, then you should also probably... <laughs>
1: Actually, yeah. If we're, oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going
0: to say, uh, if we're staying in that vein, then you should... Uh, uh, serious actors that are o- only uh, known for uh, stand-up for their funny, humorous roles is that you should also have on Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, that's
1: going to be it. I'm going to have Leonardo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis, and Billy Zane. <laughs> and we're going to be whose line is it anyway, but it's not comedy. It's drama tragedy, but but it's still improv and you still have to use like weird objects to make scenes, but you gotta make the audience cry. So you have your weird little hat that kind of looks like, is it a bra? Is it a hat? Is it a soul shaker? I don't know. And then you have to use it and you have to be like, oh, here's the, and do a huge dramatic scene that either, I'm sorry.
0: that's so and funny. that's my show. I love that. I love <laughs> that so much. You just put on a new hat like my mother's died. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they have to be feel. You got to make them feel so hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're that's so my, hard. that's my cast.
0: I love that. That's that's actually a great show. I, I actually want to watch that. Wait, what would you call it?
1: I was just thinking of that. Ah, oh, and I couldn't think fast enough. Um, <laughs> I'd be great on Whose Line Is It Anyway. Just, uh, I couldn't think of... Yeah, if anyone ever has a good idea for the name of this show where I'm the host... Wait, is it four people or three? It's uh, four, isn't it?
0: I thought it was only three. I could be wrong. Because there was bald guy, tall guy that was on Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And then I think there was somebody else. And then I guess Wayne Brady would yeah, show Wayne up. Yeah, Wayne
1: Brady was always... I, he
0: was, Yeah. Wait, I mean, or, wait so... Billy... And the
1: woman who played... Uh, the, oh yeah, and Aisha on... and
0: Aisha Taylor would host like the later ones.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea she was on that. Oh, the, yeah. the, um, the oh god, the woman who. Oh shit! It doesn't matter. The point is, my show beats that show. Exactly beats um, in the
0: ass with its dick. Exactly, fucking yeah, exactly. <laughs> shit show. <laughs> now, before we get out of here, uh, one more thing. One more topic that I always love. Uh, my fan favorite, or at least... I, I guess it has... I have to have fans for this to be a fan favorite, but it's my favorite, so it's the host favorite. What is something that you don't think you get to talk about enough?
1: Something that I don't get to
0: talk
1: about enough? Yeah! Like, with who? In general, in <laughs> life! You're
0: like, why doesn't this get talked about enough? Either, like, uh, something that you just walk around life and you're like, wow, no one really talks about that.
1: Oh, oh, gosh. You know, um... Lynn uh, what I need to do is listen more to be honest. <laughs> That's what I really need to do. I um I think um oh boy. Like okay, wait. Is this a thing like me personally talk about a lot or just like in the world this is not discussed enough?
0: Uh let's go in the world not discussed enough.
1: Oh boy. Um Oh, people should tell um, children how their vaginas work. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it it doesn't... But just as a part of your human body, they don't really do that. Because they're like, if you know you have one, then... Jesus won't like you anymore. (laughs) Or like, if you know you have one, then you're going to start tricking every... I don't know. People have got a weird problem. But really, we're just all down here like, I don't know. Am I sick? I can't tell. Because I don't know what's going on. It's just like, oh, it's always just like... Why is it like this? And then you're a child and nobody will tell you like, yeah, it's, it's pretty average. What is it? Hot on? I don't know. Nobody will tell you how it works down there. But it's just a part of your human body. And it's like the part that like does the most random shit that you like should probably keep an eye on. Anyway, that's what I feel like people should talk
0: about more. Please, please tell your children about their vaginas. Even if they don't have them. Just tell <laughs> them about it. Actually, yeah, that's, that's what fine. I was laughing about. I just, was laughing <laughs> about, like, a dad saying down with his six-year-old son. Listen. <laughs> listen, Timmy. Uh, whatever you do with your vagina, uh, make sure you do it consensually, okay? I,
1: so I'm fine with, yeah. Everyone should probably know a little bit more about them as a body part. Unless as, like, um... Just like an object that belongs to the senators. I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. That's
0: I what out. people should talk about. I found out recently how big the clitoris was
1: isn't oh you mean like how it got i yeah, thought you just like, like i was like five in there. i didn't know that whatsoever oh yeah they didn't know that until like last year like nobody's poking around down there that's the problem actually that's not true maggie gyllenhaal discovered that i'm pretty sure because once i was watching discovery health and she hosted a whole Shut show up, on gyllenhaal. orgasms um, and I watched the whole thing, and I was like, this is fascinating. So I think Maggie Gyllenhaal discovered the the clit and, like, how, yeah. How it's actually like a,
0: long it, it is. It's
1: like a, it's a perfect, it's a perfect, it's it's a perfect metaphor for, uh, of like, an iceberg. Yeah, you yeah. don't, you don't. It's the... <laughs> uh, with something, something, Leonardo DiCaprio, something, something, an iceberg, something, and then there's a clit. I don't know. Fill it in. I love You that. got it. Continue. That's... What were you going to say?
0: No, that's. <laughs> That's really great, actually. Also, shout out Maggie Gyllenhaal. Uh...
1: Yeah, teaching us all. Oh, it was a great show. She introduced us to this lady who can teach you how to have an orgasm using only your thoughts, which is helpful for people who've been like, shot. <laughs> I'm going to back out of this. Listen, sometimes you just need to think your orgasm. Uh, she didn't teach me how to do it, but she. I think you got to pay Ooh, to take I... a class.
0: You know what? Uh, that I feel like that's a deleted scene in The Matrix.
1: <laughs> that's absolutely true. That absolutely has to be in there. Yeah. That's all that. they do all day is like...
0: <laughs> think that they had an orgasm. Well,
1: and just like think stuff. <laughs> like anything they do, they thought it, right? Yeah. I've seen The I, Matrix. I'll tell
0: you what. I love the idea. I just had that thought. I love the idea that they have sex in the actual matrix and then they like get out of it if you haven't seen it they get out of it spoiler alert and then they have sex in real life and they're like you know what it was kind of better when i was just thinking about it
1: (laughs) that's actually yeah uh if you've ever met like um like uh, yeah just any like men of our generation I think they feel the same way <laughs> they're like honestly I'd rather just watch it and oh my like, god that's kind of more what, I, what I'm into I feel like that's what or maybe with, uh, not to maybe all ladies are like I don't know I just sit in my house alone that's what I do I didn't remember that they fuck in the Matrix I just thought they walk around like looking hot in their outfits they but did so, the thing, they, they they had sex, and then they had sex in real life, and then they were,
0: like... They only had sex in real life. They didn't have sex in the Matrix, but it was, like, wild. Oh, like, really? Yeah, because it was, like, this, like, dance, like, group party, whatever, and then, like, Neo and his girl, like, went off to their own little area and, like, fucked in a cave. Is
1: this in the first Matrix?
0: It's in the second one
1: oh ha, ha, ha. Yeah. I've only seen the first one and maybe the third one is that the one that had a Marilyn Manson song in it
0: uh. <laughs> oh right I
1: forgot we already, already have <laughs> <heard no laughs> the different songs alright it's fine so yeah right. Um, what was the oh yeah uh, listen all I remember is they can like bend spoons and stuff
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't The sex, I only remember the the spoons. spoons. That's the way we end this. On a cruise ship (laughs) website.
0: (laughs) Don't remember the sex, just remember the spoons, kids. (laughs) All right, I can't think of a better way to kind of wrap this up. Just a couple more questions for you. Sure. Did you have fun?
1: Oh, yeah, I had a great time.
0: Hell yeah. Are we friends?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're pals. We're buddies, we're pals. You know, you should ask that at the beginning instead of the (laughs) 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 end. But sorry, no, we are. We're pals. We started up that way, we ended
0: up that way. Pals for life. <laughs> That's the best response I've had. I ask everyone at the end just to like make sure and be like, Uh, I don't know. I always want to ask somebody I just spent an hour with just to make sure that this wasn't, like, a bad hour for them.
1: Sure, yeah. And then
0: everybody I ask on this program, I always end on one question. Who would you listen to on this show? Who do you think doesn't get enough, like, pop in KC or, like, in the improv scene or somebody that you think would have have the most fun on this podcast?
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Um... Gosh, t- honestly, oh, oh, this sounds like a bad ant, but there are just so many people. Like, I always think I have the one, and then, like, because there are always these Facebook posts of, like, who's your favorite? yeah unpopular person in Kansas City that's strange but then I'll answer and then someone else will answer and I'll be like oh Oh, shit shit, all of
0: those people I love
1: them (laughs) like oh yeah there's so many people you know from improv I've always had the same um favorite um improvisers that I could just like listen there's Mm -hmm. and I don't um they I don't know I haven't seen them since before COVID I don't know if they made it but um uh Keith Curtis and Jen Roser are two of my um favorite people to just like hear talk about anything and then oh fuck, so many um oh my god um I love him so much. So sorry if I'm getting your name wrong, pal. Sam Duker? Is that it? Yeah! Sam Duker? I love Sam! I fucking love Sam Duker so much. I he would, came yeah.
0: to, like, a writing session at Beryl, which again, shout out Barrel, like, three or four months ago, like, during the pandemic, and it was just so nice to see him. Yeah. He's so wonderful. He's I missed him
1: so much. a complete ray of sunshine. He's, um, anytime I've, I've run into him... I swear to god I've run into him more just like in life than I even have at comedy shows but every time we've run into each other he's like the warmest kindest person in the whole wide world it's like I'm it's just that feeling of like I'm talking to a best friend and he always like has something interesting to say to yeah, <laughs> it's <true>. not like <laughs> like small talk with him is like mm, good talk you know it's yeah. like yeah so anyway, I love that, that. that one's probably more um, relevant to this podcast because he does, he's a stand-up
0: well i don't want just stand-ups on the show i'll take everybody improvisers so i keith curtis Jen, rosa and sam duker you've been fucking challenged come on this show (laughs) and talk to me for an hour
1: well keith and jen will probably be mad at me
0: (laughs) (laughs) keith and jen (laughs) don't be mad please i am a nice person so is anime
1: (laughs) like why i have children why did you ever say my name on something i don't want to I took my name out of the phone book. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so maybe, yeah, Sam Dugger for sure. Sam?
0: <laughs> Sam, don't don't make me over 3. If I'm over 3, <laughs> I uh, I'm a bad baseball hitter.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh boy. I also realized I prefaced saying that with um like who are the most unpopular people? That is
0: not true about those three.
1: <laughs> so was was
0: stuff? Just- I always just clarify as like somebody that like doesn't get enough pop or someone that it feels underappreciated, basically.
1: I um have nothing but appreciation for all three of those people. I think it's just three people that I don't get to see enough is more how I was thinking of it. Okay. But we're like, um, yeah, like maybe they have like better lives than we do. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah. Um uh yeah. Well, anime.
0: Well, I was just gonna say anime. Uh, I think you have a pretty good life, and I'm happy that you. I was able to be a part of it for an hour. Thank you so much for being on this show. And
1: thank you to you. And I'm happy for your life. (laughs) And uh, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. uh, As always, guys, uh, you have a lot of options for shows to listen to. I'm happy that you picked uh, this one. Uh, As always, I've been Lynn Navertel.
1: As always, I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you all so much.
0: We love you. Uh, Have a good night. See you next week. Bye. Bye.